Hello. Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, earth-shattering, explosive, girl, you blew up the Bachelor, uh, Bachelor recap podcast (laughs) ever. Ever. And... Listen, we thought we've seen everything. We thought we've seen everything. But but if, if glamour is to be believed, things are getting even wilder. You know, it, it seems like they're, they're always telling us that this is going to be the most shocking Bachelor season ever or Bachelorette season ever. And we say, yeah, sure. I bet it is. You always say that. It's what you always tell me. It's become a giant joke. But for the yeah. first time, we are standing on the precipice of what, in fact, might be the most shocking Bachelorette season ever. So I'm very excited. <laughs> I Yeah, agreed. I mean, I think this is actually real this time. I don't think they're lying to us for once. Um, because, I mean, the, the things that we do know for sure are that, you know, Taisha replaces Claire. Mm-hmm. So we so we know that much. Uh, I mean, the murmurs that I've heard, and I can't imagine that they aren't true, is that she basically picks someone like pretty quickly into filming. And it sounds like part of that was because of COVID and part of it was because she knew what she wanted. Mm-hmm. And yep. it was just like, I'm this is it. I'm done. This is what I want. And so then they had to figure out how to keep going and they picked Tasha. But also we need to remember that Matt was going to be on her season and now he's going to be the bachelor after her. Oh yeah, that's right. So that's also some weirdness. Um, so, so, okay, let's see. So I, I haven't really looked up any like, spoilers or anything like that outside of just kind of like the news that you can get that's pretty general um but but what i but what i that's what i know so far and so i don't know if i have any like real predictions um outside of i think she probably is already engaged because being somebody like claire who clearly loves to get engaged and like loves the idea <laughs> of being best. in love. I can't imagine she would just for real. Um, I don't, I can't imagine she would leave the show for anything less than getting like love and then leaving. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I would, I would imagine. I mean, it, it seems weird because she she certainly loves being a part of Bachelor Nation, and this is a this is a big swing for the fences in terms of notoriety for her. So I, I am inclined to believe that she thinks this is the real motherfucking deal. However, if the rumors are are true and she's in this house for all of like five minutes and then just picks a guy and and then leaves, that seems odd. I mean, can you imagine going on a, a TV game show and finding a person that you think you could spend the rest of your life with in the span of like a couple hours spending time with them along with well, spending time with other guys? Like, it's just crazy to me, right? 
I'm kind of predicting that it's going to be like four or five episodes and then it's going to switch over and it's going to be an extra long season. Okay. Oh my gosh, my phone is on. I'm so rude. Oh, podcasting etiquette broken. I have, I have muted. Sorry, everybody. Just pretend like I'm not popular. Um, but yeah, so I, my, that's kind of the way that I'm thinking, like they probably shot some episodes, then they went on quarantine and she made her decision while they had the hiatus in filming. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I don't want to, how long is this going to take? How long are we going to have to wait around before we start filming again? And what's that going to look like? And I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. But it still surprises me that they started filming again. <laughs> Amidst all this stuff, but um, I guess yeah, that's super weird. I, I mean, they were probably like, well, we're, we're screwed because they're, they're probably already feeling a lot of pressure because of COVID and everything. And, um, when your season ends abruptly, that's not exactly good for ratings, uh, long-term. So yeah, that had to be a production nightmare. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, what did they do to film with Tasha? Like my thought is they probably brought all the guys back, quarantined them for two weeks, and then started the process over. That's my guess, because Chris Harrison also had to quarantine for two weeks. Yep. But that's he... Really so, so we've got JoJo as a host for a while. Yeah, and then apparently Chris Harrison was very upset about that. Like, he thought they were taking away his hosting duties, and he's like, I'm the only guy that can host The Bachelor. At least that's the rumor that I saw. He got upset uh, about it? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Got real upset because he had to quarantine and take his kid to college, and because of that, they got another coast for a week. Who cares? It's not like you're getting replaced, buddy. Maybe he saw he saw what they did on Dancing with the Stars and and just had a, a Tom Bergeron moment where he thought he was going to get the axe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I guess I. You know what? I didn't even know that Tom Bergeron wasn't on there anymore because I don't watch that show um yeah, i'm not 75 years old but once yeah, i'm exactly. person who watches trashy reality tv that's gonna be my show <laughs> that's gonna be great um so okay yeah so this is this is like a non-spoilery spoiler now because we're in october and this was from august but reality steve did put on twitter that Tasha was bringing family and friends of contestants to la quinta and then they were being quarantined and tested before appearing. So it sounds like they even did that where it's like for like the the hometowns or like the family dates, they just stayed in the same place. They flew people in and then they they got quarantined and tested and then came on the show. Mm-hmm. What a cluster. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> so I like don't leave my house and they're filming bachelorette uh anyway uh so that's fun um but yeah so we'll see what happens with um with taisha and with claire i really i don't i don't have anything else to predict beyond that but i know that there is some drama going on um with claire and somebody else on the bachelorette like it sounds like i'm trying to find it i was i was just noticing that before we came on it was like that somebody called her fake or something and she got she got that's every oh, reality yeah. least favorite thing to be called yeah really? and it sounds like she she may have gotten engaged after 12 days 12 full days so that's quite a few oh. days um that's uh, yeah. less time than i was thinking uh show <laughs> days or is that just like 12 days total which could be god knows how many episodes 
I don't know. Cosmo said after checks notes, 12 days of knowing him. So, um, we'll see, uh, we'll see what that, what that means. Um, yeah, really weird. Um, oh, I also just found out from a video that's playing on this article that I'm looking at (laughs) that, um, that contestants can't wear solid color or can't wear anything but like solid colors, really. They can't wear like stripes or patterns or anything like that. They basically always have to wear anyway. That is pretty interesting. Um, and they'll approve your dresses for the first night. They don't like your dress. You're in trouble. Um, okay. I would I would intentionally show up dressed like a slob and then make them dress me in just clothing. Yeah. That's what Eric did. I mean, I love Eric. I'm only kidding, Eric. I kid because I love you. But I do think they started to dress you at the end of the season. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm just looking to see. I was trying to find that fake thing. Um, damn it, I can't find it. Oh, and then apparently there's rumors that she spoke to the guy that she ended up with before filming. But mm. that is uh, being contested. So not sure. Not sure about that. Um, I'm trying to find the drama. Oh, Claire Colley gets called fake by a contestant in dramatic bachelorette promo. There it is. Um, so apparently someone said, like, I expected way more from the oldest bachelorette. Someone else says she can't fool everyone forever. And then someone says, You're everything fake. You're a completely different person. Damn, she gets torn a new one. What? <laughs> Yikes. Who said this about her? Um, I'm not sure. I'm looking to see if I can figure out exactly who it was. It just says unnamed source by a contestant. So I'm sure we'll figure that out quickly. And we should mention that we're recording this, you know, right before oh yeah the premiere. This is Shit's, this is as close as you get to, to we're Shit's, I told getting you, real. <laughs> Shit's getting very real. I was like, hey, let's record a quick episode just kind of talking a little bit about the season and doing some updates on news and Bachelor Nation because there's a lot. There's actually a lot going on. Oh, um, yeah. There's quite a bit. What'd you say? I said there's quite a bit going on. There's quite a bit. Um, I think, should we start by talking about Colton? Oh, let's. I, that's what I was going to suggest. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like as bad as I thought Colton was, uh, turns out he's a little bit worse. Uh, it's so bad like i was like oh it's funny he's unhinged on the show and then i'm like oh he's unhinged in real life this is troubling and and this is you know what someone's gonna go back and listen to the old episodes and be like oh you guys weren't that hard on colton and you thought he was a cutesy and you know what yeah that's true you're right although we didn't know (laughs) we didn't we didn't know and then after the show ended we you know started to raise the alarm a little bit because like well they broke up and they're being cool about it but also kind of guarded and also colton's behavior seemed a little off and we were just like "Mm, i don't know and then wouldn't you know restraining order and then restraining order (laughs) yeah i'm just you know i like like i thought like oh he's a little like extra obviously he just like jumped the fence and all this stuff and uh he like uh needs some direction and maybe needs to be more sure of himself you know but he likes snacks and that's cute. Um, so that was how I felt before. And now I'm very troubled because it's really upsetting when, and I mean, this is coming from someone who has had to take out a restraining order 
and somebody repealed or like appealed it and the, or like tried to appeal it and I had to come and defend my restraining order. Ugh. And then because I defended it, it got extended, which was good because it was very obvious that like it was, you know, rightfully put there in the first place. Like I had like a whole case. <laughs> they didn't introduce anything new. It made sense that I should, you know, be fearful and, um, and have it in place. So, um, that being said, so, so like, I totally understand Cassie's position because I have 100% been there. And for me, it was like even weirder because like, I didn't really even know this person that well. Like, it's not like we were in a relationship or anything. So it was like, people were so, like, when I would explain it to people, they'd be like, that doesn't even make sense. And I'm like, I know, because this person like, made up an entire relationship in their head. It's like when celebrities get stalkers, like that's mm-hmm. what it was like. Uh, you are so a celebrity. Even, I mean, so that, I'm a famous podcaster. And I was when I was 19 as well. Um no, but it was just it was really weird. It was, I mean, it was a really terrible time. I'm not joking. I mean, we laughed here from crying. Um, but like, so I totally get how that feels. And God, it must feel even like it was a weird situation for me, but that must feel even worse to have it be someone that you were so close with. And then they're not respecting you as like a human being and honoring your needs. And that's, that is really upsetting. Like apparently, so, so what I'm reading here is that, um, he like put a tracker on her car. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, I mean, what the fuck? like, I know I didn't even think he was smart to do something like that. He's like, really like, He's doing some hardcore Googling and some Amazon next day delivery to get a, a, a tracker for her car. What, who does That's that? Really disturbing. It's yeah. really disturbing. Um, you know, and it sounds like she was trying to be cool about it. Mm-hmm. But it didn't work what out. Is, and then the what is what does he think he's gonna get out of this? You know, and, and this is the part that's really scary with people like him is because just like we saw when he jumped the fence and, and went bonkers on his season. It's just like, Oh, I, you know, I can't leave here without you and I need you and blah, blah, blah. And people see it as this great expression of love and, you know, Oh, I want a man who won't ever quit on me and blah, blah, blah. But then the other side of that is like when he takes it this far, when he doesn't understand, no, and he doesn't understand, I don't want to be with you anymore. And then he thinks he's, what is he going to do by, by putting a tracking device on her? And the answer is, it's not going to do anything. It's not going to get her back. For him, it's just like this. I'm sure it's just a, a game in his head, and it's a it's a control thing. And it's there's a lot of layers to how bad this stuff is, and it's real bad. Well, by the time you get down to tracking device on your ex girlfriend's car, yeah, it's really really sad. And like, it's scary too that you know, last month her restraining order was for a a temporary domestic violence prevention restraining order. So like that she felt that like physically unsafe. Mm -hmm. That's very scary, you know, unbelievable, unbelievable. And also that things were seemed okay for a few months. So who knows how much he was pestering her and how much she tried, you know, cause it's like what I, what I learned when I went through, you know, my process with filing a restraining order was 
you know, if you make it really clear, like, do not contact me again, and they continue to contact you, that's really where you start to make the case for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I had started to do that. Like this person just kept emailing me and saying stuff like, like, I'll never stop loving you and all the shit. And I was like, I don't fucking know you like this is. And then he started like, and then it was just like anything to get a rise out of me, you know, like, um, spread like he spread all these lies about me at my old school, like told people that I did drugs and like all this stuff. Uh, no, I'm a control freak. I don't do drugs, but thanks. Anyway, <laughs> like it was just, it was really terrible. It was really terrible. And just tried to get everybody like, like against me. And a lot of people believed him, which is also very troubling, but you know, whatever, that's their deal. Um, you know, but it was like anything to get anything to try to get a response from me. So it was like, when he didn't get a response saying nice things, he like turned and started saying really nasty things to try to get me to respond. And my friends started noticing that he would watch me walk between buildings on campus. This was like at my old school. Um, And so like they were keeping an eye out, like it was, it was really scary shit. So it's like you, but I, I mean, I can't say for sure, obviously what happened in their relationship, every relationship is different, but it's like, to get to the point of like filing a restraining order, generally <laughs> a lot has to happen before you get to that point. Yeah. You know, like a lot, a lot of crap, a lot of, you know, telling somebody that you're not interested in talking to them and they don't obey your boundaries. And that's, that's just really sad. Um, so there's, I mean, there's nothing funny about this. I feel really bad for Cassie. Like she does not deserve this shit at all. And I really hope Colton, like, you know, talks to someone, gets whatever kind of help he needs because this, yeah, this is like cut and dry to me. Like you don't know how to act in a relationship and maybe other people let you get away with doing the things that you've done before. Cause I doubt this is the first time you've ever done this. Um, but other people maybe have been nicer about it. And now she's finally like, you know, grown up setting boundaries and, and you're I, I like, just, Oh shit. At the end of all this, I hope that we don't have to deal with a Colton redemption arc at some point that oh, I will not please the walk. No, thanks. I don't want a Colton redemption arc. No. Yeah, because reality shows they they love to take uh, villains or or people who have been you know stepped off the clean and squeaky reality show star path, and then rehabilitate them and interview them on TV and talk about how they've gotten so much better and blah, 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 blah. no, it's fine. I hope Colton's get gets better, but I don't want him to have a giant like international platform to continue to sell himself as a pseudo celebrity so colton get yeah. better also shut the fuck up and go away yeah that sounds good i don't need a colton redemption arc but i also don't need an investigation discovery special about colton in the future so act right <laughs> yeah that too um and i mean you know i don't think cassie's interested in this but like i mean cassie for bachelorette <laughs> mm-hmm. That's it, but i don't i don't think she wants that no, I I would assume after, you know, what happened to her, she's probably not interested in anything having to do with Bachelor Nation for a while. Yeah, she seems she always seemed kind of disinterested in it anyway, which is what made me like her in the first place. Um, so 
we'll see. We'll see where that goes. But yeah, I feel for her. It looks like um, her, when was it up? It's like up until I think early next month. Yeah. There's going to be another hearing on November 6th. So uh, when we hear updates, we will provide updates. Um, but what a sad, what a sad thing. Um, another thing that I just wanted to share, this was like something I sent you a while ago. This was almost a month ago now, but I thought it was really interesting um, because it has to do with Kelly Flanagan. And I was actually pretty, I don't think we talked about this, did we? I don't think we did. No, I don't think so. Um, so this kind of disappointed me. Um, Kelly did like a Q&A on Instagram. And, um, she revealed that she like never votes. Did we talk about this or we didn't? No, I don't think we did. We, we may have mentioned in passing, but it's super weird. Really? really I just think it's so strange that she doesn't vote. And I just, and it's, this is, this is the time where we need to discuss that is my, is my point. Um, yeah, yeah, it's like the weird flex. She doesn't yeah. vote. Also, she decided, okay, I'm going to share the fact that I don't vote. Like, why? Why would you even tell me that? What? Yeah, she was like, she was like, oh, I voted one time, and that was when I was in college, and I know I need to do better. But anyway, you guys, well, like, you should probably vote or something. And I was like, what? The fuck? Um, I know yeah. I need to do better. Like, super disappointing. So she said that. Um, uh, okay, as someone who I don't think, I mean. I may have missed like one very small election when I was like in a different state for school or something like that. But I very rarely miss elections and I definitely haven't missed a single election in the last like eight to 10 years. Um, fucking vote, everyone vote. I, I vote and, and the little ones matter just as much as the big ones and just vote every time. Uh, if not more, they matter more most of the time. So, so fucking vote. What the fuck? I, <laughs> Today, I, I had like a rant on Facebook where I was like, put on your fucking masks. <laughs> I saw that. You motherfucking. I was just like so mad because uh, we live in Wisconsin and our uh, mask mandate was extended um, for until like November 21st, I think, and mm. which I'm very happy about. But I just I'm just so fed up with everyone. Just like, just do what you're supposed to do. And we're going to be done with this. But you just keep not doing it. And like I saw someone in like a town hall and they were like. They were like, well, you know, masks don't work. I'm like, you can't say that because you're not wearing them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's why they're not working. They don't work if you don't wear them. I don't know why I have to tell you this. Just like so frustrated. So my point is, listen, the official stance of Rose Plate Special, and I don't believe I'm overstepping on this one, is yeah. vote and wear a fucking mask, please. Just do Dude, it. Two things. We we often argue about contestants on The Bachelor. However, <laughs> we have differences of opinion, but this we feel very much the same about. Um so yeah. So anyway, I was like really shocked that Kelly's only voted once being a lawyer and all. That's upset. That's upsetting. Um, and then so I was like, well, lots of people don't vote, like around a hundred million Americans. I guess I'm glad she's honest about it. It's like the point is she should always be voting. What is her deal? Um, but anyway, so so she just was like, Oh, I guess I didn't realize how important it was, and now I realize it's important. And so I guess I should vote. And if you want to look this up too, if you think I'm like BSing or whatever, I mean I'm not. Um, but she, she did it on an Instagram story in September 16th, but you can find it on cheat sheet.com showbiz cheat sheet. Um, the title of the article was 
The Bachelor. Fans slammed Kelly Flanagan for her answers on an Instagram Q&A. And yes, this wasn't the only thing that they slammed her for. So, moving on. Um, she also, someone asked her if she supported, like, the LGBTQ community. And she said she did. And to do it, she, like, posted a photo with her, quote-unquote, gay best friend. And, uh... That upset people because <laughs> it was kind of like, yeah, of course I support the community. My best friend is gay. And that's, you know, it's like, yeah, I support Black Lives Matter. My friend is black. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't. <laughs> I had a conversation okay. with a black person one time. So like, you know, a lot if you want to ask me anything. I'm like, definitely an ally. Um, So like, it's just like, I mean, Listen, like, I know people who, you know, are friends with, like, I mean, I, I remember I went to high school, I mean, with a lot of uh, really bigoted people, and uh, my ex-boyfriend was one of them. And, you know, it was so weird. He was just like, well, yeah, like, I mean, like, my, with about my best friend. He was like, well, yeah, I love him and stuff. And, like, he's my friend, but, like, he's definitely going to hell because he's gay. And I was like, what? <laughs> And he's like, yeah, I mean, you know, that's just like what it is. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, I was like, how can you? And I got really upset with it. I was like, how can you say you love someone and that like you think they're great and you love being friends with them, but they're going to hell? Like, so my point is, Kelly, you just saying you have a gay best friend is not good enough. And you know what? You're not doing supporting your gay best friend when you don't fucking vote. Yep. Okay. That's why this situation is happening. That's why this election is like probably the most important election any of us will ever experience in our entire lives because people like you don't vote. Okay. And that's, I'm some tough love. And if you're listening to this and you don't vote and now you're feeling shame, I'm very sorry. I'm not trying to be mean. Um, but Listen, prove me wrong. Turn turn that vote around and you go vote. You go vote. You do it. Make up like they're all saying, make a plan. Make a plan <laughs> to vote. Um, I've already voted, not to brag, but <laughs> I'm done voting. So <laughs> I still gotta drop my thing off. It's really hard. I gotta walk a half a block to the library to the drop off box, but oh my yeah, God, that's terrible. <laughs> It's it's tough, you know. I'm it's almost... it's pretty satisfying when uh, so in Wisconsin, and I'm sure that the, it's not the same in every state, but I know that there are processes like this in other states. Um, you can um, look at the status of your absentee ballot, mm-hmm. and so I already know that has it has been delivered. Like I, you know, I put it in the box, and like two days later, it was like we have received your ballot, and that was like a really good feeling. I was just like, okay, now I can breathe. Like. <laughs> I'm done. It's in the hands of election officials. Like it's all good, you know. And then I watched Agents of Chaos, and now I'm like, oh god. Um, <laughs> don't know if anyone else has watched that on HBO, but if you want stress dreams, watch Agents of Chaos. It's place the worst. Um, it's all about uh, Russian interference in the 2016 election. Yeah, that's 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 a good one to watch. It's it's like the doom scrolling equivalent of like if you're if you're doing some binge watching. Oh god, yeah, it's like I broke that up by watching Class Action Park, and that was a good choice. <laughs> like I'd rather watch people get injured time and again on water slides than than listen to how this troll factory fucked us all over with social media. That's a terrible feeling. Um, 
All right, let's talk about happier things. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to take this time. Actually, no, we're going to talk about other bad things. Um, I promise we'll get to the end and it'll be fun. I actually uh, stayed till the end to hear a clothing review for Gray Suede Raven's store. There we go. A little plug in the middle. Um, okay, so that was another piece of news I wanted to share. And then, okay, I don't want to necessarily name names because, well, I mean, not that this person is innocent because this person is the worst, um, clearly the worst. Uh, oh my God, she just got engaged and she already has highlights on Instagram that say, I do. I mean, she is the fucking worst. Um, so uh, there is somebody in my orbit. I, I, this is, I think the closest I've ever gotten outside of Nick. Cause I feel like I do know some people who kind of know Nick, mm -hmm. um, but don't like know him that well. Um, but you know, Waukesha, that's close enough. There's definitely like some of my friends like went to school or went to the same school as him or whatever. Um, but I know somebody who went to school with somebody who was on I'm trying to not give away too much. She was on a season of The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. It was one of the more popular seasons with one of the more popular bachelors. Um, it has been quite some time since that season, but it's still on her profile. Oh. And because, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, um, I guess... I guess you just, and, and it was kind of before, it was before it was guaranteed that if you were on The Bachelor, you would like reach some level of fame. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm looking to see what other contestants were like in that. Yeah, it's like, it's kind of like right before things really hit big. So there's a couple people that you would know from that season, kind of. But it really was, it was like just after that, that things really started to pick up. That's, that's as clear as I'll be. Um, but this person went to school with a couple of my friends. And so they were, they just like casually mentioned it to me. We were talking about something else. So I'm not, I'm going to stop being vague and say, we were talking about something else. We were talking about multi-level marketing. And, um, that is something else that I feel like, I mean, there's so many people putting out anti MLM content these days, but I'm like, maybe I should throw my hat in the ring because I have very strong feelings about this. But um, multi-level marketing companies are set up for you to fail. Over 99% of people do not make any money or they lose money in multi-level oh, yeah. marketing companies. That's just, that's from the FTC. <laughs> that's just like a fact. Um, and that's something that companies... Or you'll get sued. <laughs> right, right. Uh, it's not a pyramid scheme because those are illegal. Um, but the companies like release data, you know, they're supposed to be releasing income disclosure statements. You can see from their own data, these numbers, like I look at these things all the time. So we were talking about like MLMs and, you know, I was like, God, I just, I mean, I've got a couple friends who are in them. I, you know, it's like, I'm trying to be supportive, but I'm not going to buy their shit, you know? <laughs> so I, like, I've, I've kind of drawn that line in the sand. Like, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to buy that stuff anymore. I'm not going to be mean to my friends who do it, but I'm also not going to support it because I think there's a lot of better ways to make money that actually involve making money. Yeah. So I would rather not support that because it is, it's really predatory shit. Um, and 
And he had mentioned like, oh my God, I went to school with somebody who has done like five of them. And I was like, that's, that's a lot. and he's like and he's like yeah and she was also on the bachelor and i was like what and i was like you need to send me her profile immediately and he did um but i'm i am like not gonna be nice so that's why i'm not (laughs) but but oh my god she like she she's posts about and she doesn't have like that many followers she's got like we'll say less than ten thousand followers a decent amount less than ten thousand followers um, so it's not like, you know, it's like you're, you're on the bachelor and you make it a decent amount of the way you can hit a million pretty fast these days. Like that's kind of a given. So you can tell where she, you know, came in around, around this time. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she calls herself a lifestyle coach. Oh, that's always a good sign. She's ah. also a fitness coach and as someone who's like studying, like coaching and stuff, like with actually reputable programs the shit really bugs the crap out of me um she's like she's like a fitness coach but and all this coaching if you can imagine is through an mlm it's not like oh i went through this program for like you know integrative health or like you know um you know personal training or you know because there are organizations you know organizations that have like specific types of like accreditation and licensing that you can go through. But no, she didn't go through any of those <laughs> because anyone can call themselves a coach. There is no like state regulation for this. Um, so she just can call herself a coach. You know, she, yeah. she sells these supplements um, made of uh, coconut and turmeric and, and whatnot. And, I will tell you, I was so confused by the website because it, you cannot tell the websites an MLM um, because people can just buy the products from the website. So I was like, well, why are you even doing this? I don't even have to work through you. I can circumvent you and just buy the shit on my own if I wanted it. Yeah. So even that is weird. She also pretends that people are her clients who are not her clients. Like she'll be like, oh, my Oh, my lovely blah, blah, blah. Look at this success story. Look at all the weight they lost. And then you go on their national website and you see the same pictures. And you're like, I'm not dumb. (laughs) These aren't all you. You didn't do this. Like, come on now. Um, And, you know, so she's got all that stuff. She's got, you know, lifestyle coaching. She's got stuff on there, you know, about like lifestyle. And then, of course, she's a model. So she's talking about modeling and, you know whatever uh and, you know and then she'll talk about like oh here's here's the stuff that i put in the crock pot for for you know then she's all into like keto and stuff and you know so everything's keto and i mean just imagine the most basic of basic people and that is this person she does not believe in masks that's always fun too love those she people. believes it's a hoax um <laughs> It's so hard to just not be a dick with minimum effort. It's it's the most super pro Trump. I'm sure you're surprised. Um, It's just interesting because I mean, I guess the reason I bring this all up um, and like she posted like a 4th of July picture, like, you know, like all sexy holding a flag. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, and she's also into QAnon, by the way. Uh, I'm sure you're surprised. Uh, She's got like uh, a save the children picture. Oh, all of this, the hits keep coming. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. 
She's like, do you know how many years they've been working on this? This is an elite ring that has been hidden by top influential people for decades. It takes years. And she figured it out. She's finally cracked the code. No one else could do it. Yeah. She's like, wake up. I, you know, for us conspiracy theorists, this isn't news. Children are finally getting the justice they deserve. I'm like, what are you talking about? Um, And if you're not familiar with QAnon, I think we've talked about QAnon a little bit, haven't we? Or have we not? Oh, yeah, we have for sure. Okay. Um, Yeah. If you're not familiar with QAnon, I mean, at this point, I can't imagine how you're not. But they did just like remove a whole bunch of QAnon pages from Facebook and stuff. Which is kind of amazing. I was surprised they actually did it. That stuff always shocks me, too, because, you know, conservatives like to say that Facebook is biased against conservatives. But like if you just look objectively at the best performing posts on any given day, nine out of 10 things are just far right conservative nonsense like QAnon shit or uh, something from like Dan Bongino or just, you know, people like that. And it's it's completely delusional but yeah i'm glad they finally removed some QAnon shit that that feels good (laughs) they also always think they're being like shadow banned or blocked and that was like the other part of the conversation that we were having around this person and a couple other people basically he was like these are the people in my orbit who say this shit and i keep wanting to get rid of them and then they just keep saying more shit and i'm like oh i'm so fascinated (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like i get it you can't you can't get out of it i totally get it um but yeah, like uh, he, the, she and other people like her have said things like, oh, I'm being shadow banned and I'm being censored. So, you know, I got to be really careful about what I say. It's like, you're not important enough to be banned. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Sorry. And if you're sharing shit that is patently untrue <laughs> and has been proven untrue in every way, shape possible, and you believe that a f- fucking predator and thug in the White House is someone who is protecting children (laughs) like you're beyond help and i I just can't help you and i'm and and i just don't have any sympathy or patience anymore for anybody who believes that yep yep like listen you can say like oh well he's a jerk but at least he you know delivered on his promises yes five out of 16 but um you know it's whatever whatever you want um all right, this is going to take a little sigh. Um, but this is the same. This is the same type of person who uh, apparently like uh, decided that she needed to have pumpkins outside of her house that have the date of her wedding, um, <laughs> and should- oh, yeah, also the latitude and longitude of I don't know what I, I'm guessing their engagement date. Um, and like when, where they got engaged and when, and then their wedding hashtag outside of their house. Oh, that's lovely. So that's, that's a thing that happened. You know, the um, best. I mean, what'd you say? I said, you know, the best people. <laughs> I know the best people. This person is, um, let's put it this way. If you want to email popculturediner at gmail.com, I'll send you the link to all this stuff. Don't worry about it. Okay. Popculturediner at gmail.com. I will give you all the tea. Um, but this person does live in Wisconsin. Uh, that's how I know them. So I will give you that hint too. They were on a popular season. They have less than 10,000 followers. They're in Wisconsin. 
Um, and it was before people got really famous. Now, now you can sort of triangulate. <laughs> yep, there you go. That's your logic puzzle for the day. Um, and uh, apparently they're a Bumble success story. So that's oh, great. Love cool. To Super cool. Um, she is already using blackboard things with, you know, chalk paint to write cheesy shit on there. And uh, yeah, it's just going to go downhill from here. So um, she got engaged about a month ago. She won't shut up about it. And now she's got an I do highlight on her <laughs> Instagram. Oh, it's cool. Love it. Yeah. And she's one of the reasons that our state is a, is a hot spot. So, Ugh. so thanks. Thanks a lot. Wonderful, thanks. Wonderful. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah, that's great. Thanks for that. Okay. Um, so that's all the doom and gloom I really wanted to share. <laughs> um, so now to the fun stuff. Let's talk about Raven. Let's talk about Grace Wade. Because uh, I think I still like Raven, right? Like, I don't have to dislike Raven, right? No, I don't think so. I mean, I not yet. Give her time. I, I think she's been nice over. She, you know, okay, here's to Raven's credit, she has postponed her wedding like several times. You yeah, know, that, that's I, what I were you we gonna say? Last time. Is she is she still postponing? Like is she continue does she have a new date yet? Or I don't think she has a new date yet. As far as I know, um, I don't think she has a new date yet. Now I'm not sure. Uh let's see if we can find it. Wedding date. Um, cause yeah, May 30th was the original date. Um, the last we heard she postponed it in September 1st. So I think she's just kind of like, eh, whenever, like, you know, we're just going to see. So I will give her major credit for that because there was more than one real housewife. Cause a lot of people want to get married on 10, 10, 2, 20, cause everyone's really unique. I don't know if you know that everyone is really unique. <laughs> um but everybody wanted to get married on 10 10 2020 because oh it's such a cool date it's like you, that means I, you're gonna have an anniversary with everybody else uh, i actually i was supposed to go to a wedding on 10 10 2020 so i yeah <laughs> and That's now the new one is uh i don't know what it is it's oh god what it's it's in april um shoot 420 just kidding <laughs> They're like, we just want the number to be zazzy in some way. We don't care yeah. how. Or maybe it's March. Like maybe it's like, I oh no, I don't know what it is. Four three twenty one. That's it. That's what it is. That's what oh it is. god, really? Yeah, countdown to marriage. Four three two one. So that's the other day that everyone's going to get married. That's the new one. When everybody you lost know, the October wedding, they rescheduled to that one. My fat ass will get married on Pi Day on a Sunday. That'd be good. Alone. Um with no one there. Um uh, <laughs> in Vegas. Um but yeah, so anyway, everybody wanted to get married on 10 10 2020. Two real housewives got married on 10 10 2020. One had a more strict mass requirement than the other, uh, because the other one didn't have one, I'm sure. Um, and and a former Vanderpump rules person was also supposed to get married then, but we don't talk about her because she's racist. Um, but so was the other real housewife. Um, so, but it, it was really weird to be like, oh my god, you still like you're like, well, we have really strict mask requirements, and it's like, but there's still 250 people at an indoor space at a what, what, whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I don't know anything. Um, <laughs> so what I'm saying is props to Raven for postponing her wedding. Like that makes me like her more, honestly, that she's just like, whatever, who cares? Like I was excited, but there are more important things going on right now. So I'm just not going to be doing that. And it's whatever. And, and she actually, she posted like a, like a promo thing, um, and like in July and it said like, we've moved our wedding date three times now. I'm looking at the bright side and just taking this extra time to prep myself for the big day. It's like, well, you're going to have a lot of prep. You're going to have a lot, a lot of prep. So that's, but it's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> so Grace Wade. So Grace Wade is uh, Raven's um, boutique. And I ordered like a tie dye um, pajama set kind of a thing, like a lounge set, like shorts and a t-shirt. And there was like black and white tie dye. I bought this like faux fur coat that was like a quarter off, um, or like, you know, a quarter of the price rather. It was like half off and then half off again. Uh, that's what I meant to say. And then I bought this like black blouse. Now I'm looking to see if any of these are still on the website. Um, it was called like twist blouse or something like that okay oh god I need to look at this again okay she's got better pictures on here now here's the deal let's talk about the twist blouse first <laughs> raven uh I don't know how to wear it and I'm very confused and why did you make it look good and I make it look like I don't know what I'm doing that's what I want to know so it's like this really weird blouse, like it's it's just a black blouse. And I was like, I need more basics. And like, I've been, I've been working with like a capsule wardrobe stylist to like add more solids into my wardrobe because I just happened to really like patterns. <laughs> Everything I have has patterns on it. And she was like, wow, no wonder you can't mix and match anything. And I'm like, you're so right. Um, So I was like, oh, this is like, it was like on crazy sales, like $9 or something. I was like, okay, I, I mean, this is worth the gamble if it's not good. That's fine. But it's like this weird, it's it's like this weird thing where if it was just like a straight blouse that just buttoned all the way down, I would think it was perfect. Amazing. Like the sleeves are kind of puffy, but they cuff at the end. So like I got, I got short little arms. It works out really perfectly for me. It's, but it has this weird twist and drape at the bottom where I kept being like, am I wearing this right? Am I wearing this wrong? Do I need, is there more that I need to twist? Am I twisting it right? Is there something, is there a step I missed in the middle? Is it supposed to go this far, this direction? Do these ends go out or in? And I'm very confused. And um, I'm going to send you a link in the chat so that you can see what I'm talking about. Yes. This is like very confusing. And, but when she wears it, it looks totally cool. And I, and she, I sent you, now they have a Hunter Green version. They, they retired oh. the black. And now they're going with Hunter Green. And I'm like, I do not know how to wear this thing. Sign shirt shit. Yeah, yeah, totally. But but cute. Like much cuter. But the twist is like very weird. Oh yeah. Um, on purpose, right? That's yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's on you purpose. You can't wear it without the twist. I can't even like I can't even fathom how this works that's so weird because it looks like it looks like a wrinkled men's dress shirt like if you're just you know just a regular button down but it, then it's got the seinfeld puffy shirt arms and then yeah it's got the weird the, the weird twist up thing that just doesn't go anywhere that's so strange and like the black one 
didn't look this confusing in the pictures. I swear. It's not I like don't... I was just like high on high on buying shit from Raven or whatever. <laughs> like, like I just it it didn't look that strange. And yeah. so I was like, this is fine. And then like I tried it yesterday. I'm like, I was like auditioning it yesterday. You know, I was like, I don't have anywhere to be and no one has to see me. So I'll just put this on. And I and I said to my boyfriend, I was like, did MC Escher design the shirt? Because I don't understand what's going on. And like, can you make sense of this for me? And he's like, I don't know what's going on either. And I was like, we're in trouble. We're in big trouble. Yeah, that's um, I don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm a person who wears t-shirts and hoodies if it's cold, but that's about it. Like, I am never wearing anything other than t-shirt and jeans unless I absolutely have to. So. I'm not exactly a fashionista or someone qualified to talk about this stuff, but of course I'm going to talk about it anyways. Do it. What what kind of body type do you need to wear something like this? Like the the kind of baggy shirt that still looks like sleek and cool. I don't like if I wore this it'd be it, I would look like I was wearing like a garbage bag. I don't, I, <laughs> like I mean it I'm, actually like to her credit like it actually drapes pretty well and fits pretty well the really like I don't think it looks bad on me until you look at the very bottom and then you're like I'm confused and what's happening okay. here and why is it <laughs> happening so yeah. I I will give I will give raving credit like the shirt's actually pretty cute and it actually drapes pretty nice um and and looks fairly flattering on me but then once you get to the bottom you're like what did you do do you not know how to get dressed? And I'm like, no, I do. It's just like this. And they're like, sure it is. And I'm like, no, it really is. Like, I can't convince anyone that it's like that. It just looks so wrong. Um, but uh, but that's, I wanted to start with the worst and then go up from there. Um, so that, that was interesting. And then, okay, let's talk about the tie-dye. Uh, I'm looking to see if it's still on here. I ordered... I, I, it was like a relatively new item when I, and she's got a ton of tie dye on her website. And I kind of thought that, um, like tie dye is like quarantine. Like everyone just started wearing tie dye during quarantine. Um, so I felt like I need, Oh, and now it's sold out. Look at that. Look at that. So I got this, um, I'm going to send you this too. I got this like top and short set. It's on, on Graceway, shopgraceway.com. Uh, tie-dye top and short set and I got the white and black ones and now they're sold out and I will say these are really comfy and I wear them to bed a lot and actually they're like a little bigger than I thought they like the bottoms are a little tighter than I thought they would be but the top is a little bigger than I thought it would be but I was just gonna wear it to bed anyway it's not like I'm walking around in the street like cool ass raven here you know <laughs> she's just like check me it. out is she's it rocking sweet. It's it's a set, so it's a separate shirt and shorts, right? They're not attached? Correct. They're not attached. They're separate shirt and shorts. So I kind of wish, like, the shorts fit fine, but the elastic's pretty tight, and I haven't been able to figure out how to, like, adjust it, and I kind of wish it was a little bit looser. Um, generally, smalls work for me, but it was just, like, a little, little tight. I'm like, I wish I could have sized up a little bit on the shorts just so that the waistband wasn't so tight. and then. Um, like the, it's just like a very aggressive amount of elastic. Let's put it that way. It's like a very thick band of elastic. Um, I'm kind of hoping it'll like get a little roomier over time and then it'll feel better. Um, and the shirt's just a little bigger. I'm like, God, I wish I could have gotten a little bit smaller, but alas, you cannot. And now it is sold out, but I really do enjoy it. 
and it's very comfy and the shirt's really soft. Like it's really soft. The shirt and shorts are soft. So good, good price. Can't argue it, with that. It, yeah, it was like reasonably priced. Um, I had shopped around at other places for something similar. And I, I mean, really like her site has very reasonable prices. Um, so I was totally down with that. So, okay. That was the second piece I bought. I hope you're really finding this interesting, everyone. God damn. Um, <laughs> and I hope you're following along at home. The third thing I got was in the nude multicolor fur coat. Um, there at the time of this recording, there still is a small and medium left. And when I bought it, it was 50% off of the sale price. So it was $30. And Ooh. I was like, I feel like I have to buy this. And like, I had sent it to some friends and I was like, what do you think? And they were like, if you're not buying that, I don't know what to tell you. You've got to buy that jacket. And I was like, okay. So I like it. I, I would wear this. I don't know what kind of message it would send if I wore it, but. So it's I just, cute. I really like it. I really, really like it. It's super warm. It's very soft and comfy and the colors are really nice. It's all like nudes. And it was definitely my favorite thing that I got. The one little piece that I am still trying to fix is for some reason, like the way that it was packed. Okay. Like I feel like, okay, I've gotten a lot of clothes sent to me recently. Old Navy packages everything very nicely. This shit from Grace Wade, it was like they threw it in a box and they were like, here you go. <laughs> and I was like, what is going on? Like, so because of that, because of the way that they packed it, like it seriously was like, I've just not, like, I was like, you would have to try to pack it this badly. Um, or like you picked it up and like shook it. I don't know what the hell happened here. Some damn packing peanuts. Come on. It was just bad. I mean, it's just like, all I'm looking for is like, fold it nicely you know, put some, I don't, I don't like a lot of packaging, put some tissue paper around it, put a sticker on it, you know, then it like won't jostle around in transit. And then you won't end up with what I had where one, one of the collars is like kind of like wonky and bent and I can't figure out how to like flatten it. So when you, I'm like, God. And so it's like, it's like alfalfa hair, you know, and you're just like, why is this happening to me? Um, so once I get that figured out, I will be so much happier. Um, so if anybody has any advice, you can email me a pop culture diner. <laughs> Cause I, I really cannot for the life figure out, like, I don't know if you've ever experienced that where it's just like the collar, like, do you know what I'm talking about? Like one part of it just kind of folds up and yeah. no matter what you do, you can't like get it to sit right. So once I figure out how to do that, um, I'm going to love th that coat. And it's like the perfect size. I was like nervous. So like they didn't, that was the other, my other uh, constructive piece of criticism for Grace Wade would be to have more detailed sizing guidelines because like I've gotten spoiled, like old Navy does it really well. There's this one like um, overseas place that I shop called Boohoo. They do it really well. Uh, where they'll like ask you a whole bunch of questions like what pair of pants fits you the best and like what's your height and weight and what do you want this to fit bigger or smaller and like I understand that's probably a big operation to get that going but I think you could probably do something that's like a smaller version of that to help people kind of figure it out or encourage more reviews where people can take pictures of themselves in the outfits like mod cloth they'll be like oh I wore this size 
And these are my, like, this is my like bust and waist measurements. And and then you're like, oh, in my height, you know, and then like, oh, I can picture myself in that because this person's like five feet tall or whatever. Um, I'm very short. I know I sound tall on on podcasts, but I'm short, guys. You sound like you're about six, five on the podcast. I know. I totally get it, but I'm not. Sorry, go ahead. The collar thing is weird because I'm sure there's a way to fix it, but because this jacket is like faux fur, like I don't know how you would do that. Uh, yeah, but it's I, like I, I can't iron it or anything. Steve's official fashion assessment is uh, the jacket is fun, flirty, and inspired by the wildlings from Game of Thrones. I just, yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the jacket. Um, and it was only $30 when I bought it, which was made it even more tempting to purchase. Um, and actually right now, now I didn't do this with any of Raven stuff, but I have been ordering a lot of clothes online lately. And I just, I just went to like a tailor for the first time to get my clothes altered. Um, yeah, I know I'm very fancy now. Don't worry. We wore our masks the whole time and it was just me and her. Um, cause I'm a very safe lady, but I'm so excited. I was like, I, I told her, I'm like, I feel like such an adult because like, I've never, I mean, I did this maybe once before and I was like, this feels really cool to like get things that will fit me just right. And she's like, oh, and I said, I was putting it off for a while and she's like, oh my God, I get it. I have a whole pile of my own stuff that I haven't altered. Cause I just spent all my time altering everyone else's stuff. I was like, that sucks. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited about this coat. When it gets cold out, I'll definitely be wearing it more uh, in my backyard for my dogs. Hmm. Because that's where I go. Well, <laughs> that's sad. Um, anyway, anything, anything else to share before we, you know, get to jump into the season? Because we're gonna we're going to try to record another one in a couple days right after the first episode. So we'll be back in not too much time. And I promise. The next episode will be more fun than this one. My my only prediction. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out some crazy like Vegas. Oh, okay. Thing. You know how I in, like it. Uh, did you did you see Uncut Gems? The, I haven't yet. I know. He Isn't loves, it like he really long? Movies. I get I I resist watching long movies sometimes. I, I should just get that long. It. Like it probably hovers around two hours, but it's so intense. Like it never lets up. It doesn't feel like it. But anyways. And okay. character loves prop bets. Okay. Like weird stuff like, oh, this player is going to have eight rebounds and they're going to win the tip off at the beginning of the basketball game, like things like that. So my prop bet that I'm going to get behind is Claire and Tasha uh, both end up with the person they give the first impression rose to. That's what I'm okay. going with. That's my prop That's bet. That's good. I, I, cause it, it has to, for Claire, it has to be that way. Right. Because yeah, if she only knows a guy for 12 days, like that's a 90% chance that it, it was the first impression Rose guy. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, odds are, I, I think first impression Rose people tend to do well on the show. So I'm going to say they both go home with their first impression Rose. Okay. And this could be the same person, but I'm going to say Tasha goes home with whoever she takes on a shopping day. Deal. Deal. Those are big, <laughs> the Vegas. <laughs> That's like a pretty safe bet. It's usually the the winner usually gets to go on the shopping spree date. That's right. So, yeah, I, we talked about that before. That's such a weird little thing, but yeah. I I as soon as like, and I I want to say I think it was Reality Steve who pointed that out. It was either him or another Bachelor podcast. Not that there's any other Bachelor podcast you should be listening to, 
Um, <laughs> but someone had pointed it out and then I started noticing it and I was like, Oh my God, you're right. It's like always the shopping date. It's like, it's either that or it's like the adrenaline rush date. Yep. And sometimes they get both of those dates. So I need to make a graph, um, but I haven't. So maybe next time I'll make it. Someone no, somewhere needs to just do this for their like master's thesis or their PhD, where they just break down all the data from the bachelor and just figure it out. Like someone, I remember uh, someone did a, like a, a PhD project where they analyzed every single review that Pitchfork had ever done up until that point. And then they isolated all the reviews that were like nine or higher or like eight and a half or higher. And then they picked out the words that they used to like glowingly talk about these albums. And then they looked at all the positive connotations and like what that sounded like. And then they generated a song from those words. They made like the perfect song as seen by Pitchfork circa 2015 or whenever this was. So some bachelor where they figure out like the perfect bachelor strategy. I know. Why didn't I do that? Why did I write about like meaningful shit? Yeah, I know. I didn't write about meaningful shit. I just wrote about the wrong, not meaningful shit. I, I really fucked it up. <laughs> I, I I wrote about like, you know, food equity. Mm. Ugh. And structural racism. Uh, I, lame, uh, <laughs> I could have been writing about The Bachelor the whole time. Uh, oh, well, you live, you learn. Yeah. And you either turn into Lannis Morissette or you get loves. There's really no other That's uh, it. way around that. Uh, and with that, <laughs> I guess we'll close for today. Uh, listen, I know, I know that this was a rough one, but it's, but, but I harp because I care and I want you all to stay safe and healthy and well, and we're going to make it through this together. And um, yeah, wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Put on a I mask do and don't drugs. be fucking racist. What? <laughs> Not either. I said don't do needle drugs. <laughs> don't do needle drugs. Uh, unless you're being safe. No, don't do needle drugs. I'm just kidding. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I have to